You wish to see me? Yes. What can I do for you? Give me back my husband. Give you back your husband? Yes. You're wondering which one he is. He's a blonde man, not very tall, wears spectacles. He's a lawyer, your manager's lawyer. Alfred is his first name. Oh, I've met him, yes. I know you have. I implore you, give him back to me. You mustn't mistake my silence for embarrassment, but I'm at a loss because, frankly, I don't see how I can give you back your husband when I haven't got him to give. But you just admitted that you knew him. Well, that scarce implies that I've taken him from you. Of course I know him. He wrote up my last contract. And I've seen him once or twice since then, backstage. A well-spoken, fair-haired man. Did you say he wore spectacles? Yes. Hmm. I don't remember him with spectacles. He probably took them off for you. He wanted to look his best for you. He's in love with you. He never takes them off while I'm around. He doesn't care what he looks like when I'm around. He doesn't love me. I implore you, give him back to me. If you were not such a foolish young woman, I should be very angry with you. Whatever has made you think that I have taken your husband from you? He sends you flowers all the time. That's not true. It is. It isn't. He's never sent me a flower in all his life. Did he tell you that he did? No. I found out at the florist. The flowers are sent to you in your dressing room. Twice a week and charged to him. That's a lie. Do you mean to say that I'm lying? I mean to say that someone is lying to you. And what about this letter? Letter? He wrote to you and he said... He wrote it to me. Let me see. No. I'll read it. My darling, shan't be able to call the theater tonight. Urgent business. A thousand apologies. Ten thousand kisses. Alfred. Oh. He left it behind on his desk this morning. He probably intended to send it to the theater by messenger, but... He forgot it. And I read it. (laughs) And... No, you mustn't cry. Why mustn't I? You steal my husband, and I mustn't cry. I know how little it means to you, and how easy it is for you. One night, you dress up like a royal princess, and the next night, you undress like a great goddess. You blacken your eyebrows and redden your lips and wax your lashes and paint your face. You have cosmetics and bright lights to make you seem beautiful. And author's lines to make you seem witty and wise. No wonder a poor, simple-minded lawyer falls in love with you. What chance have I against you? In my own cheap frock, my own lips and eyebrows, my own unstudied ways. 
don't know how to strut and pose and lure a man. I don't have Mr. Shakespeare to write beautiful speeches for me. In reality, you may be more stupid than I am, but I'll admit, when it comes to alluring men, that I am no match for you. This is a very interesting case. What is Yours. Mine? What do you mean? I mean to say that I've never received a letter or a flower from your husband. Tell me, have you and your husband been getting along rather badly of late? Yes, of course. And you used to be quite affectionate with each other. Why, yes. And... Of late, you have been quite cold. Yes. Ah, typical case. My dear, you would be amazed at how often we actresses meet with this sort of thing. It's apparent your husband has been playing a little comedy to make you jealous, to revive your interest in him. Do you really think that? Do you mean to say that such a thing has happened to you before? Endless times. It happens to every actress who's moderately successful and pretty. Why, it's the oldest expedient in the world. And we actresses are such conspicuous targets for it. Why, there is scarcely a man connected with the theater who has not made use of us in this manner at one time or another. Authors, composers, scene designers, lawyers, orchestra leaders, and even the managers themselves. Why, in order to revive a wife or a sweetheart's affections, all one has to do is invent a love affair with one of us. The wife is always so ready to believe it. Usually, we know nothing about it. And if it's brought to our attention, we don't mind so much. It's a consolation to know that we've been the means to make many a marriage happy that might have otherwise ended in divorce. But how... How could I know? There, there, you mustn't apologize. You couldn't have known. You fancy your husband in an atmosphere of perpetual temptation, surrounded by beautiful sirens with no scruples or morals. One actress, you suppose, is more dangerous than a hundred ordinary women. None is more aware of this than your husband. Who is playing on your fear and jealousy? You hate us and you fear us. And so, he writes a letter and he leaves it about for you to find on his desk at home. Trust a lawyer to never do that unintentionally. In the morning, he telephones the florist and he orders flowers for me. And when he gets to the office, he calls and he cancels them. Tell me, has he a lock of my hair? Yes, in his desk drawer. Yes. I brought it with me. Yes, they bribed my hairdresser to steal it from me. It's a wonder I have any hair left at all. Is that how we got it? I can't imagine how else. Does he have any love letters from me? No. Don't be alarmed. I haven't written him any. Then what made you? Well, I certainly might have if he had come to me and said, I say, Sarah, 
Should you do something for me? My wife and I haven't been getting along so well of late. Would you write me a letter that I could leave for her to find at home? <laughs> well, I certainly should have done it. I would have written a letter that would have made you weep into your pillow for a fortnight. I wrote ten such for an eminent playwright once. But he had no luck at all with them. His wife was such a proper person, she returned them all to him, unopened. How clever you are. How good. I am no better and no worse than any other girl in the theater. Though you do think us such monsters. I have been a perfect fool. Well, you do look a little bit foolish, sitting there with tears in your eyes and a flush on your cheek, all because you have discovered that a little blonde man with spectacles loves you, after all. No man deserves to be adored such as that. But that's your own affair, isn't it? Yes. Yet, let me give you a bit of parting advice. Don't let him fool you like this again. He won't. Never fear. No matter what you might find in his pockets. Letters, handkerchiefs, my photograph. No matter what flowers he sends, what letters he writes what appointments he makes. Don't be taken in a second time. You can be sure of that. And you won't say anything to him about my coming here, will you? Not a word. I'm angry with him for not having come to me, frankly, for permission to use my name in the way he did. You are a dear. I don't know how to thank you. You mustn't begin crying all over again. But you've made me so happy. <laughs> All right, Alfred, you can come in. She's gone. <laughs>